Hi, I'm Pastor Anne. Welcome to the pastor's table. We have an opportunity to know God. He's, got, he's, so, he's just so wonderful. He's just so good. He's just so great. There's so much in his character about who he is. And the great and wonderful thing about getting to know more about God is that when we get to explore his character, we can learn that his character can be in us and grow in us. So meditate on who he is. He's so good. Think about the words that we talk about and explore in this episode. They're parts and pieces of who you are too. Welcome to the pastor's table. We love to hear what's going on with God. <laughs> God is always good. And sometimes in my prayer, I've even woke up, I said, good morning, God. I suppose you're good today. I know I'm going to ask you how you're doing. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I kind of laugh at myself when I do that. But the joy of the Lord is easy to step into. Mm -hmm. If we'll recognize God is good, we can step into that. And when we talk about originally way back when we were talking about the beginning of this, this season, uh, Pastor Neil had brought up a scripture about knowing God and that when we know God, then we also know where the line is. And as we get to know God, then we say, well, the things that are happening in the world are in the world. So it's pretty easy. But we Christians are very famous for overcomplicated things. <laughs> so let's start very uncomplicated today anyway. First uh, John chapter four, verse 17 says, herein is our love made perfect that we might have boldness in the day of judgment. And here it means, and most places where it uses the word boldness, it's not loud. It's not yelling. It's not standing on a street corner, waving the biggest, blackest Bible you could find and beating people out of hell. That's not what boldness mm -hmm. means. It actually means plainness or clarity of speech. Mm -hmm. So where you speak plainly or simply in this case, mm -hmm. uh, day of judgment. And we've talked about the day of judgment in recent episodes because as he is, so are we in this world. Now watch this because this is where it gets or could be complicated. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about the social justice uh, issues and all of the things that that could encompass, there are many of them. And we talked about poverty. Uh, we, we could talk about divorce. We talked about, a little bit about drinking and, and uh, illicit drug use. And well, not all cases anymore is it illicit. Some of it's legalized. But when it comes with a package of fear, you can be sure that God does not have a hand in that. That's right. And so mm -hmm. this language, we need to be able to step back from and keep it simple and say, wow, how will I know whether this is God? Mm -hmm. How can I know if I've heard the voice mm -hmm. of God when we're believing there's a cause? We see there's a cause. How do we respond to it? Well, God's going to respond to it out of his character. That's right. We talked about fruits and roots. Fruit is character. Mm-hmm. And God's character is what we need to get to know. What is God like? Mm -hmm. What does and how does he respond to things? He certainly doesn't get worried. No. He doesn't have an identity crisis. No, uh -uh. he does not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he doesn't wake up and go, I wonder if I'm God. What did you say? He doesn't need um, the sticky, sticky notes, notes to remind him. <laughs> Don't kill today. Mm -hmm. Don't steal. 
And so much of the messaging today is, is from fear. And even when it comes to the gospel, there's, there's a place we can slide over and and we have to talk about hell as important. We believe that there is a real hell mm -hmm. and it is not the place of partying. No. And it is not the place where actually all the, the rock and rollers who did a lot of drugs go. Mm -hmm. It's a place liars go to hell as well. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good place. But running from hell is not an entrance to heaven. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we, we're not trying to make you afraid of hell. We want you to run to Jesus who's wonderful and mm -hmm. is love. So there, there's kind of the divide line. But it's easy to get caught up in fear language. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a marker. It's a very simple one. So that when we're talking about issues, how are they talking about them? Are they talking about it with God's character of love? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What's God's character of love? What's God's character like? Oh, he's patient. Mm -hmm. He's patient. He's not, mm -hmm. he's not getting all upset. He's patient. He's long-suffering. He's been long-suffering with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. What else is he like? I mean, we think about that. And we, he's faithful. Faithful. Mm -hmm. He keeps his word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not a liar for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And you can trust him. Mm-hmm. Definitely trust him. Mm -hmm. I think lies are an opportunity to step into doubt and unbelief. Mm -hmm. They're always an opportunity for us to accept them or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so if we're talking about government or issues, you will find that people who don't receive the truth or reject it, mm -hmm. they're stepping into the lie zone. Mm -hmm. And a lie always comes with an opportunity. Let's what I say. Mm -hmm. You know, we all, you know, we we always have that feeling that doesn't seem like the truth. Mm -hmm. So why do you believe it? Mm -hmm. um, you had asked what other characters does God mm -hmm. have, and it just it, I thought, well, really, it's the fruit of the spirit. Yes, that is God in the inside of us, mm -hmm. and um, so. If you're experiencing something or you're, you're in a situation and, and you're seeing lies, you're not going to see any love. You're not going to see any joy. You're not going to see any peace. You're not going to see any long-suffering. You're not going to see any gentleness or goodness or faith or meekness or temperance, which is self-control. Usually, in, when you see somebody lying, there definitely is no self-control. <laughs> well, you can see them digging a hole. <laughs> sure. And if they get involved in one of those crazy issues, I haven't seen a lot of self-control there either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although it was driven by self. Yeah. <laughs> With no control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why they get angry. Yeah. It's always a choice, too. As much as it's a choice to believe a lie, mm -hmm. it's always a choice to be angry. Yeah. Always. Yeah. People don't like that, though. No. No, so and so made me angry. No, no, no. No. No, no, you chose. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the day that you recognize that is better. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> that verse that we're looking at there in First John, that last part says, as he is, so are we in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've all heard lots of good sermons about how, you know, as he is and talking about the miracles that he was doing. And, and yeah, absolutely. I believe you can uh, interpret that, that in that way. But the context of what he's talking about is he's talking about God's love. Yes. Mm -hmm. As mm -hmm. he is, mm -hmm. so are we. 
Mm-hmm. So he is love. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as he is love, so are we in the world. And that really defines our position in the world. It mm-hmm. should be one of walking in love towards all people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it is definitely a good way to, you can tell, I mean, you can hear it in the way people talk. If Even if Christians are getting upset over issues and things that are going on. It's funny, I heard um, a one, one popular preacher say, you know, I've, I've canceled my subscription to issues. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, not having issues anymore. And I, it's just funny, but, you know, you can hear people getting upset and, and having, you know, uh, you can hear it in the way that they talk about things. Mm-hmm. And it shows that they're not walking in love towards whoever it is that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, they're upset about this person doing a certain thing, mm-hmm. but you can hear that they're not walking in love. And it's as he is, so are we in the world. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if he is love, then the way that we are to walk towards all people in the world and how they're acting and how they're behaving should be one of love. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's it's a thing that is can be difficult for Christians sometimes because, I mean, we have flesh we live in these bodies and you know there's there are things that your flesh wants to do that are not right Mm -hmm. and so if someone offends you or you know um, persecutes you the bible actually jesus instructs us to bless those that persecute us Mm -hmm. you know to and it says actually that we are blessed if we are persecuted for standing up for righteousness Mm -hmm. you know and so there is a place yeah you at the way that we conduct ourselves in the world it's still going to be walking in love. It's still going to be um, living right and doing right. And mm-hmm. so we still want to do those things. We just want to be careful that we don't find ourselves getting into the same ring as everybody else in the name of righteousness mm-hmm. and fighting for certain Absolutely. things that are, you know, that's not really our business to solve necessarily. You say the body, and I think this one of the latest things that's out there I've heard about is body shaming. Oh, and yeah. then the whole, and everybody get offended. Well, you know, like, and, and realistically, if you think about that whole term and we come back to love and gentleness, well, that shouldn't have ever been an issue in the first place. Mm-hmm. And and I understand that every creature is created in his sight. He's created everybody. Sometimes the devil messes up with that uh, by someone taking drugs or doing something uh, when they're expecting a child. And, and those kinds of things can happen. But at the end of the day, if God loves us and we are to be love in the world, we also need to love who God has made us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that people have more struggle with loving themselves sometimes than loving others. Mm-hmm. They'll love someone and care for them and, and help, try and help them and be a blessing. And at the end of the day, they go home and look in the mirror and pick themselves apart. Mm-hmm. And that's just as wrong as well. And And this is where where that personal resolve of conflict, if we're coming to the Lord and we get an understanding of our identity, who we are in him, it begins the resolve of the conflict within ourselves where we don't feel that we measure up to God. And as those conflicts are resolved in his presence by coming to the word, by coming and allowing him to fix those areas of perhaps pain or misunderstanding or maybe something that happened to you before you were born again. As God fixes those places, it gives us a whole light. The light comes on that situation. Because that's what, when truth comes, light comes. That's mm-hmm. the experience when when we get it. 
we understand the word of God. It's like the light shines in the area. And when that light shines, we can now see clearly, you know, what the trouble is. And we can have the blood of Jesus fixed in what he's shown the light on. And then we can see how we can walk as he walks and love as he walks in this world where we are. It just gives us his perspective. That's what that's what his light coming on inside of us. It's his perspective on things. And if you've ever walked in the dark, it's not a good thing. I've, you know, walked into walls and doors and all kinds of stuff. And I, it's a miracle what happens when you turn on the light, what you can see. <laughs> and so when he reveals the word to us, that's the light coming on. So it doesn't just stop with seeing. Oh, there, look, you saw it. He doesn't leave you in the place of, oh, look, there it is. <laughs> that wouldn't be love. No. And and that part what you mentioned, we don't often talk about the gentle part of God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, in my experience with the Lord helping me in my life, there is a gentle hand that comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, God's not up there with a big, you know, a stamp pad going, there, I pounded out your sin out of your life and your bad ways. It didn't come like that. Mm-hmm. It came with a gentle hand. You know, if you do it this way, it'd be better. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, thought, I mean, his gentleness is out of a listening ear too. So if you have a listening <laughs> ear, you can can be herded gently. <laughs> There's an openness when you're when you can yield to the Lord, and He is gentle with you know. It's and hopefully you don't just ignore the gentleness until you get the. Stick, stick, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but he, he's, 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 you know, his rod and staff, they comfort. So, and he's leading us in a right place and we're comforted because we know that, you know, he's going to tell us when we're wrong Mm -hmm. and he's going to show us when we're right. Mm -hmm. And he's always showing us the path Mm -hmm. and, um, and it just to be sensitive to him and, uh, and because he's going to lead you well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he's faithful. Our world is pretty um, easily offended. Mm. And if there's anything God would like to help us with, I think it's that. <laughs> I if People are just so easily offended That's within true. church, not mm-hmm. just the world, within the oh, church yeah. world. Yeah. Well, I didn't like they, I don't like the yeah. song they sing. I mm. didn't like. Mm. And then the whole thing that's going on right now. Well, do you have, you know, uh, black ceilings and this kind of music or you don't have that kind of music and they're arguing about what kind of guitar they have and I don't even know what they are and <laughs> you know there are certain I, I have preferences but I have a preference for the for the presence of God yeah and I really could care less what the song is as long as it's alongside the word of God and people are coming with an open heart and there are some songs that when people cry out, don't sound too good. If someone came out singing about what God did in their life and it wasn't good. I mean, we don't all sing the song. I look at judges. There's a kind of weird song that comes out of Deborah and Barak. Mm. And they're talking about singing and putting a nail through some guy's head. That was a song. So some songs come out kind of different when mm-hmm. someone's going through something. <laughs> Uh, but we don't camp there either. They didn't sing that song repetitively. Mm-mm. And and we didn't teach it to the rest of the church. But <laughs> it was a song, nonetheless, of a great victory. And so different things are, are smoke, this and that. And, you know, I, 
Do you really think God's uptight about that? No. No, he's... Um, he, through all of these things we were talking about, the fruit, of the, the fruit of the Spirit, all of those things, that's how we, we come face to face with the things of the world. And we're able to allow... Here, here are the, word, the words that I'm using here. We're, we're able to allow, submit to him and allow that to come up and out of us. And it, um, if you've ever been in a tense situation and the Lord shows you to, to say something or do something in that tense situation and you watch before your eyes a tense situation where people are, are at each other and people are frustrated and there's accusations going on and people are offended and they're at each other and all of a sudden you say something and it, you, you, it's almost like you can physically see that it dissipate mm -hmm. away in, in that situation. And that's because of, of, of what we have on the inside of us. And, and when we take that time to hear the Lord, to take that step back, to hear him and not take it on as our own, but hear him and walk into those situations, whatever those social injustice situations may be, we can, we can physically, before our eyes, see it just dissipate. I think the real trouble and the good marker, perhaps, is, a bit, for, mm. is if it's getting involved in strife, yeah. then that's not God. Yeah. And the, the issue of worship is a big issue within the church. Yeah. People are still arguing about it. We don't like how it happened. We don't, why aren't you singing old hymns? Why are you singing new ones? Why are a lot? This song is, you know, uh, repetitive. It's had three words and they sing it seven times and then they sing it seven more. It's the same three words. <laughs> well, I've noticed in the Bible, in the book of Psalms, there are a few like that. Mm -hmm. um, just saying, that mm -hmm. was older too. And an older hymn. <laughs> the point is, what is the motive behind? Is it about self? Is it about, you know, you can't say anything to this worship leader because then they're going to be offended and walk off the stage and, you know, you touched where you don't know anything about music. Mm -hmm. If it's really about the Lord, that's the, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure, you know, you play in, you play in a worship team. You, and so do you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm probably stepping in the wrong direction here. But <laughs> I know people have all kinds of uptightness where worship is concerned. It's not that I've never been uptight. I have, but I, I watched through the transition. I came up and grew up in a church that sang only hymns and, and knew what they were weeks before they sang them and had a big plan and they stuck to the plan and they never broke the plan. And sometimes the Lord still used that. Mm -hmm which was probably really miraculous. <laughs> we have a different style today. And I think if we keep the learning part open, I think that's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. So now that I've trod all over the worship part, what do you think? <laughs> um, again, it, it keeps coming back to if if we're all hearing the Holy Spirit, regardless of what's happening, whether it's worship in the church or um, <laughs> some of these social injustice that we see as a social injustice happen right within the church, as you can tell, is what we've been talking about. You know, I, I, as you were talking, I was reminded, I believe it was Jesse Duplantis tells a story as he, somebody asked him to go and preach at this church and 
And he said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And the guy kind of chuckled as he was hanging up the phone. Jesse showed up at this church, and two of the deacons were duking it out in the parking lot. And mm. Somebody was screaming in the inside of the church that this is my pew I paid for, and I'm going to take it, and was trying to pull it out of the church. And um, <laughs> he, he got up, and he preached uh, on the love of God. And people came and repented. And eyes were opened, and people changed. Mm -hmm. But back to that new tree, new fruit. Right. And, like, it was an absolute mess. Can you imagine two of the leadership of your church having an actual fist fight? And, like, they were punching each other in the parking lot as he showed up. And but I've heard church splits over all kinds of <laughs> matters, actually. But, but, but think truth, of, truth. Think, think of, yeah, exactly. He brought the truth. Mm -hmm. He heard the Lord. He brought the truth. And within, let's say, an hour-long sermon, people were repenting mm -hmm. and changing their lives and allowing God to change their lives, I should say. Mm -hmm. And by the end of that... Because of the love of God. Because of the love of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Love of God changes things. Amen. Amen.